Hello, everyone. This is Haley, and you are listening to Uplift Lifestyle Podcast. I am beyond thrilled to share with you today's episode, where I interview world's number one success coach, Marcel Klein. Marcel Klein is a success coach and hypnotist, and he works with celebrities and politicians worldwide in transforming their mindset, their self-concept to create health, wealth, and the dream life they are after. Marcel has worked with over 10,000 people internationally to transform their lives. He has transformed his own life in incredible ways, and he is only 22 years old. Today we will be discussing all things co-creation and manifestation, all things success and mindset, hypnotism, hypnosis, confidence, identity, diving into motivation and how you maintain that drive to truly live the life of your dreams. Here is my chat with Marcel Klein. Hello Marcel, welcome, welcome. Thank you for having me. I've shared a little bit about you with the audience already, just about how you are such a trailblazer and doing such incredible things in your own life and then in the life of everyone you reach. So I've shared a little bit about your bio, but I want to hear from you a little more in depth about who Marcel is, what his journey has been like, and where things are at now for you. Yeah, sure. So... Um, you know, my name is Marcel Klein. I'm 22 years old. I started coaching people when I was 15. And, you know, initially, I was like this innocent high schooler that <laughs> kept having crushes on girls. And then I would get my heart broken, right? I'd fall for all these girls and I'd get my heart broken. And finally, I, I'm like, you know, obviously, I'm doing something wrong. So I, I started to decide, I'm like, okay, well, what can I do to maybe figure out how to make my myself more attractive or make a girl you know like me so I can have love and I started studying studying psychology in that area and evolutionary psychology and then uh, all of a sudden you know all the girls I wanted I actually started to get and then my friends saw that this nerd (laughs) was doing well and and then they asked me for advice and you know all the nerds were just getting the the most popular girls and and then girls would come ask me for advice and then I'd give the girls advice and then it went from relationships to to business and then it evolved from there and now I help people with their mindset in regards to wealth, health and relationships. You know, I'm one of the best hypnotists in the world and you know, I utilize all of all of these tools and techniques to help people get from where they are to where they want to be. Now I'm twenty two, I travel all over the world having seminars. You know, I've hypnotized over ten thousand people in my career. I've had thousands and thousands of clients and you know, I'm just working hard and trying to make sure that I can impact as many people as possible. I love it, Marcel. You're so impressive. And what really drew me to your work is, first off, I I always am intuitive in that if someone mentions someone's name, like more than three times, I'm like, okay, I need to check out this person's work. And your name was just like buzzing around from all my coaches and in the communities I'm in. So I checked you out and I just loved your realness, your authenticity and just how, you know, straight up you are about, yeah, you went from being like this nerdy guy. I know you, you called yourself fat and like now your body's awesome. You're doing all these things. So I think it's really inspiring for, especially the audience listening, people listening to know that no matter where you're at right now, you can decide, like you use that language, decide and switch things around for you. So you mentioned studying, you know, psychology and, and things like that, but 
where did hypnotism come in? And are you kind of working in self-hypnosis or did you hypnotize yourself, you know, back when you were 15 into this energy or how did that all get started? Yeah, so I didn't even know what hypnosis was until I was about 18. And I went to visit my friend in San Diego State University and we were walking past the cafeteria area and there was a, a poster that said there was a hypnotist and a magician performing. So I'm like, yo, we have to go check that out. He's like, no, nah, I don't want to see that. I'm like, bro, please, let's go look at it. He's like, all right. So this friend of mine was really not that confident, not that social. I've been friends with him since, you know, I was a nerd. So he was still kind of like that nerdy vibe. Uh, really was not confident, never had a girlfriend, never even kissed a girl, nothing. And um, we go see this hypnotist and he's like telling me, he's like, watch this is so fake like he's hating on a guy and he goes there's no way i can get hypnotized i watch i'm gonna go troll him i'm gonna go on stage and prove that he can't be hypnotized <laughs> yeah and i'm like okay you know and and so I, i'm like thinking to myself i'm like that's a pretty bold move like he was kind of asking for volunteers but everyone really felt inclined i guess the way he said it was, was already kind of mesmerizing yeah and and the fact that my friend wanted to go up i thought was a pretty funny funny thing because it's like normally why would he, he would never volunteer for something so he goes up and the hypnotist goes uh sleep in my my friend just knocks out. I'm like, there's no way. You must be playing along. And then, wow. you know, truth be told, he becomes the star of the show. He's like walking around with his boxers on on stage in front of this 400-person <laughs> auditorium. And then at the end, he goes, you're going to be super confident. And then, you know, wakes everyone up. My friend comes down. He's a totally different person. Like what took me years to get to in confidence, this guy just had in five minutes. Wow. And the prettiest girl in what looked like this 400-person auditorium walked by him. And he... Uh, put his hand out she put her hand on uh, his hand and he said uh you know hey spun her around kissed her and then ended up dating her for like three months oh and my I god was, i was like okay i got i gotta learn this this is there's no way there's no way this is what's happening and then you know the first time i, I remember the first time i read a client you know I'm, I'm like nervous my my hands are sweating and i'm trying to pretend you know just, just play cool like i'm really really confident here i'm like reading off a script but pretending like i'm reading my notes you know, and uh, yeah. I say the word sleep, and, and this guy just collapses, and I'm like, no way. And what, what he wanted to do, he, he was in high school, and, you know, he wanted to be a screenwriter. Uh, you know, he had a C in chemistry, so he wanted to do better in chemistry, and he wanted to have more confidence. So I hypnotized him to have way more confidence. I hypnotized him to, you know, be motivated to screenwrite and to, to just go after what he wants. So I get a call from his mom like three hours later and she goes i don't know what you did to my son but he just finished writing a 40 page script i'm like no way oh my god That's crazy you know and then she calls me back two hours later and she's like he just called two girls that he's had a crush on his whole life and asked them both out and they both <laughs> said yes i'm like okay this is ridiculous yeah then this is like this is like sunday she calls me on friday and she goes you wouldn't believe it at like 9 30 at night and i said what and she goes you know he just won the talent show i'm like what what do you mean i didn't know he was part of the talent show she goes yeah, he just walked in the principal's office, charmed the principal, went on stage, flipped the bottle, and won the talent show. And I said, no way. You know, and, and imagine that being your first client ever. Yeah. So, yeah. obviously, I started to really believe in this stuff, and I just went all in. Because, you know, the skeptic in me was like, I have to prove that this isn't real. And in doing so, I did the opposite. That's amazing. And I think that it's just so powerful to know that you having that, especially with what you shared about your friend there, like you knew him before he completely shifted, he completely transformed your living proof that you've kind of well, not kind of, you fully transformed your life. But for those listening on this show, like I, as I mentioned to you before, Marcel, I get hypnotherapy weekly. 
Um, so they're familiar with hypnotherapy, but can you sort of describe to us like the difference between hypnosis and hypnotherapy, if there's a difference at all? Yeah. So, I mean, hypnotherapy is the therapeutic uh, use of hypnosis. Now, a lot of hypnotherapists, you know, are not necessarily as experienced, even though, you know, contrary to popular belief, you might think that a stage hypnotist isn't as good as the hypnotherapist, right? Because like, oh, well, they're a therapist, they know better. In reality, you'd actually find it to be the other way around. And the reason is, is because hypnotherapist is far less experienced than a stage hypnotist or someone who is hypnotizing people on the street. Mm-hmm. So if, if you really, really want to get the experience and you feel like you've maybe tried it or you want to try it for the first time, I would recommend potentially finding some Someone who also is a stage hypnotist, not just a you know a hypnotherapist. And the reason I say that is because what I found is that they tend to be more experienced. Now, you know, obviously, if there's hypnotherapists out there that are good and they have good reviews, you can obviously go with them um, because they are. But a lot of the time, people have a negative experience. But I'll tell you, the difference really is it is it's not so much it's not so much that hypnosis is different, right? Because mm-hmm. either way, there's going to be people who are amazing subjects and people who are more resistant. Yeah. Um, but it's, it's more so what people go for, right? Hypnotherapy is not necessarily for fun. It's more for getting a result, right? It's like, therapy. Yes. and then regular hypnosis, you know, can be applied in, in so many different methods, right? The government uses it for ridiculous things. Uh, people use it for entertainment. Other people use it for performance, you know, in sports and coaching. So, so there's a million things you can use it for, really. Any, any area you want to optimize your life or your mindset, mm-hmm. I, would, I would recommend using hypnosis. Beautiful. And for, like, in your experience and what you do with clients, is the practice sort of, you know, you show up, you, you have a session with them, and it's almost an instantaneous shift that lasts a lifetime? Or is it something that you also give them, you know, the tools to continue to develop this new identity and allow them to sort of unfold and, you know, expand? Or is it just a one and done sort of thing? Yeah, so my style, uh, and I'm very, very impatient. So I'm impatient for my clients as well. I I don't like to give people results over time. I like to give people results right then and there. Like they come to me, Mm -hmm. they walk out, out getting the result they want and it's permanent so a lot of the time we believe that change takes a long time but it's not true it's a limiting belief and change literally can happen in an instant i have people come to me who instantaneously change their lives permanently and it really it really comes down to one thing i've noticed this does the person actually want to change if the person really wants to change i think the change will be long lasting if the person is saying they want to change they'll have the change but they'll fall back into their old patterns because they'll literally hypnotize themselves into going back back into that state yes you have to want it and if you want it and you're in alignment with it then it'll be permanent 100%. And I've even noticed in my own work, I don't, I do sort of some self hypnosis more from a therapeutic perspective, from a spiritual sense with clients. But I've noticed in my, in my success coaching with clients, just if they're determined and they're dedicated to whatever their desire intention is, it's inevitable. They're going to have it. But if you, if you're not so sure, you're not so certain it's actually what you want, then you're not going to have it. But we as human beings, we're so powerful and we will truly create whatever we want if we truly want it. So do you, would you say that you fully agree with that and that anything is possible if we truly want it? Or do you think you can also create things that you don't necessarily want or desire, but it's just sort of a byproduct of, let's say, your hypnosis or your new mindset or the new success you've created for yourself? So 
I'll put it to you this way: anything you want, I, I look at. I look at it like unconsciously. What, what do you actually want? Or people say they want a nice body, but then they go eat a cheesecake. Mm-hmm. Or people say they want to be rich, but then they don't quit their job. Right? What you really want is what you have. If you're if you're wondering what you really want, look at what you have. If yes. You look around. You look at your financial situation, your relationships. Why they keep ending? The same reasons. The same types of people. Right? You, you look at everything around you. That's truly what you want. Now with you consciously want but what you unconsciously want so where hypnosis can come in handy is that once you realize that where you are is not where you want to be consciously hypnosis can help you realign that however if i hypnotize you to have a horrible life you know you may not accept that and your mind may completely reject that so the only time that would resonate with you is if that's already what's there right Mm -hmm. and then your brain would be like oh okay but i'll put it to you this way it's not that I, I truly believe anyone can have anything they want, but the reason they don't is because you have to look at what you consistently do over time. Mm-hmm. I always tell people it's not what you do today that's going to get you the success you want. It's what you do every day. So if someone for a week decides to go to the gym and they stop for a couple months and they stop, well, that's good for a couple months, but then you stopped, mm-hmm. right? And then now you're not going to have the body you want, or you know, in your business, you you tried it for six months and then you gave up. Well, why'd you give up? Mm -hmm. right it's what you do over time and we're very impatient people want that instant gratification they want to feel like they got success right then and there the problem with that is that it doesn't always work that way however i can tell you that success is exponential and that anyone who's listening if you really really want to get a specific outcome it's what you do every day your life comes from your rituals it comes from your habits what you do every single day so it's a decision you make every day and over time those decisions will amount to success like it's the things i did three four years ago that are giving me the success i have today right Mm -hmm. and you have to realize it's the decisions you make today that will literally impact your future yeah absolutely and marcel i've heard you mention um just in some of your content like you started this when you're 16 but because you're only 22 years old people will often frame and say you know you had overnight success or this all happened so fast for you but it, it, am I right in what you're saying is you've been actually cultivating this for multiple years since you were 16 and it's showing up for you now because you've consistently shown up as that high level yes. million dollar version of you. Yes. So, you know, I would even say 15, right? Because right? when I was 15, I was really working on my personal development. So, you know, a lot of people kind of skip that. They don't realize that, you know, getting your mindset right and building up your confidence and your self-esteem that's huge 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 factors in in how successful you're going to become so when i was 15 i was you know approaching everyone i saw i was trying to build up my confidence i was getting rejected nonstop. i'd literally dedicate eight to nine hours a day just going to the mall or you know the beach and just walking up to random people and uh either getting rejected or not getting rejected and just building up my confidence and then then i started to experiment like what would make me more successful in this area or that area and then at 16 i started giving people advice mm-hmm. and eventually i got so many people asking me for advice i started charging them money yeah. it was kind of an accident but i was still going to be a doctor and then when i was 19 you know it was my second year of college and i just decided i don't want to do this and i dropped out and obviously you know my mom had wanted me to be a doctor my whole life and mm-hmm. she wasn't necessarily supportive of the decision my friends weren't supportive. They're like, what do you mean you're going to go be a coach, you know, and, and do hypnosis for money? Like, what are, what are you talking about? Yeah. <laughs> you know, everyone was, they're like kind of looking at me like, what are you, what are you doing? You know, and uh, I just kept going at it. And, you know, the first year I made not that much. And 
and it kind of exponentially grew and you know then I started getting more traction more popularity I started having more seminars that I got really good at what I do and and then you know obviously my mom and my parents and my friends are all super proud of me and it, it happens over time but at the beginning you have to realize you know people might doubt you and they might tell you no but you know, you, you shouldn't get into something because you're looking for other people to validate you. You should get into it because you believe in yourself and you just go for it. Absolutely. Absolutely. I love that. That resonates so much with me. And I think um, I think for the audience listening, a lot of people listening, we do have a lot of small business owners listening who are growing their business. We have a lot of coaches listening. But we also have a lot of people, let's say, who are trying to further develop their relationships, their, their own self-love, their loving relationships or trying to develop their health and wellness how can how can these sort of you know this hypnosis and the work that you do how will that translate for someone let's just say trying to work on relationships because I know you talk about relationships and love a lot and that's one of the other reasons I really wanted to have you on here because that's a huge part of what I do with my clients so let's kind of chat about love and relationships and how this self-development plays a role yeah so love obviously is is the language uh, that, that everyone wants everyone wants love but everyone communicates it differently so I, I i found that the reason most relationships fail is for two things one the dynamic is off right because people for some reason don't want to talk about it but there is this evolutionary dynamic that is ingrained into us and you know, not culturally but in our dna and you know millions of years of evolution is very hard to erase uh, mm-hmm. you know in 10,000 years ever since we've had uh, okay yeah sorry ever since we've had agriculture mm-hmm. you know we, we've had a more civilized society but but our dna has not adapted that fast it takes time yeah and it, it, w- what you see is that there is a hierarchy and if you're not if you're not necessarily in the right dynamic there are, there are dynamics that are supposed to be in place like masculine and feminine dynamics yes is that a relationship and they're biological and most people refuse to address them because they'll say it's not politically correct well at the end of the day this is why relationships are failing now mm-hmm. if, if you have the right dynamic then you have to now communicate properly and communication is the biggest problem i find in relationships and the reason is is because if you're not communicating how you feel and you're anticipating that someone will know what what you want or what's going on well we can't read each other's minds even though we want each other to understand you know one another perfectly we don't and maybe you can over time if you communicate but the biggest thing is that if you're not communicating then you're leaving things up for imagination Mm -hmm. and when you leave things up for the imagination it's probably not going to be positive things it's going to be negative things right like your worst fears are going to start to surface you're going to start to feel insecure in the relationship you're going to start to demonize your partner and then obviously the relationship will start to fall apart so communication is key number one and number two you know really being understanding a lot of the time people talk in a relationship but they don't listen yeah like they'll talk and they don't listen to one another. So really listening to your partner, taking the time to communicate, not just saying I love you, but uh, you know, if something bothers you, telling them, hey, this is bothering me, I don't know why, why don't we talk, talk it out? And then having a partner that's understanding and sits down and, and talks to them. And knowing what you want too, right? A lot of the time we try to date someone that's just not a re- the right fit from the beginning. Mm-hmm. Literally from the beginning, they don't have the same values. That you, know, you can't change someone. And a lot of the times people think they can change somebody and turn them into what they want. Well, this is another point. If you keep finding yourself in the wrong relationship and you say that's not what you want well that really is what you want that's what you want unconsciously and for some reason it's not working because that's 
not actually compatible with you. It's not what you are supposed to be with. So you can ask yourself, is it because I feel like I don't deserve it, so I keep attracting the wrong things? Remember, the mind does not go for what makes it happy. It goes for what it knows, right? So even familiar suffering is something that your mind will pick over happiness Mm -hmm. because it wants something it knows. For sure. So that's I, I thought that was super interesting. And when I realized that, look, I was, you know, <laughs> I kept going for girls that would hurt me. I, um, I, I asked myself, why is that? And yeah. It's not like my mom hurt me or anything like that. It's just, uh, it's just something my, the first few experiences I had with women that, that became familiar. And when it became familiar, I found I kept recreating that. And in order to change that, it took a lot, a lot of practice, a lot of understanding, right? And most people, I think this is another problem. Your relationship with yourself really will determine the outcome of your relationship with others, not mm-hmm. just in, rela- in, in intimate relationships, but in business. So how do you improve the relationship with yourself? I think that's the most important part of anything, any dynamic, right? If you don't love yourself, no matter who you're with, there's always it's never going to be enough or you're never going to feel good enough. So you have to, have to, have to improve the relationship with yourself yourself and how you do that is you sit down you ask yourself well what do i believe you know what am i feeling what what makes me insecure why does it make me insecure is this true is this something that i is this my thought or is this a thought that i got from someone else is this is this me generalizing how one bad relationship means everyone else is bad and when you sit down and you break it down you know and you you really break down your thoughts and your feelings and your insecurities and you start to love yourself then you find that when you get into a relationship you're not doing things conditionally Mm -hmm. you're not giving to you get you're giving to give and when you do that you'll actually find true love oh my gosh yes marcel you've touched on you just touched on so much there and i love what you just said that last point there and i always express to people you know we take care of ourselves first we do that self-love work first so that we can give from this place of overflow it's the same thing with finances it's the same thing with health it's the same thing with our relationships right we're always filling up so we can give from this place of overflow what i also want to kind of touch on was sort of in that first part there what i do with with clients we do some masculine feminine embodiment work because i'm an embodiment coach so a big part of that. I love what you said. And it's that dynamic between relationships. And maybe it doesn't sound politically correct. But even with our within ourselves, right, we have a masculine and a feminine component, that masculine container and this feminine flow, that's maybe that freedom, that creativity. So I'll always when I'm chatting with say a feminine embodied client, I would maybe say if they want something from their husband, It's how are you wording it in a way that's loving? So instead of, hey, you never do the dishes. Why do you never do the dishes? It can turn into, oh my God, babe, I love when you do the dishes. I really appreciate it. It means so much to me. And just in that switch of language where you're validating their masculine and you're stepping into your feminine, that dynamic is just so improved. So I just love that you touched on that as a big part. It doesn't mean you have to be a man with a woman. It's just, you know, tapping into those energies. Yes, I agree. And and even, you know, for people who might be doubting this, you know, just that specific example alone, uh, there's a study that just came out pretty recently, and it shows that positive reinforcement is significantly more effective than negative reinforcement. Yes. So if you positively reinforce anything, like you said, the dishes, uh, people are much more inclined to change, right? And, you know, people, people who, who maybe question the dynamic, between one another I would I would say if you start to study evolutionary psychology a little bit it really gives you clarity because at the end of the day it's in our DNA even mm-hmm. culturally you can it, it can be pounded into your culture that there's something you, you want right there's a specific thing you want but your biology will still be way more attracted to a relationship 
relationship where the dynamic is correct. And it's just what we respond to. Yes, yes, yes. And that's why I just I love to empower myself and my and my clients. And I'm sure you can resonate with this, too, is don't make yourself wrong if you're sort of craving something that maybe would be, quote unquote, toxic or, quote unquote, not good for you. It sometimes it's just deeply in our DNA and we we can't really help that desire. Right. And of course, there's work you need to do if that desire is harmful to you. But just being fully okay with, you know, the wide array of what we desire in relationships and all the things so I think this segues nicely Marcel into our next little chit chat which is why I one of the other reasons I really wanted to have you on here is because confidence is something that I so naturally exude embody and teach and train and you have that like conviction that swagger that confidence about you that's just so undeniable so natural but now that I, once I did some digging into you, I realized you weren't always that way, right? You expressed that you weren't always that way. So let's chat a little bit on confidence and how one can start integrating that into their life now without being hypnotized, let's say. Yeah, so confidence equals comfort. Anything you're comfortable in, you're confident in. And a lot of the time people think confidence is a superpower. It's not that it's a superpower, right? So if confidence equals comfort, how do you gain more confidence? Well, you have to step into the uncomfort. And when you do that, it becomes familiar in the mind. And when that happens, all of a sudden you find that you become more comfortable with the things that you want. Now, what's interesting is the mind, the subconscious mind, doesn't know the difference between fiction and reality. So if you sit there and you're constantly imagining the things that make you uncomfortable in a comfortable way and you familiarize yourself with the same emotions because your mind does not know the difference, it'll still fire off the same chemicals as if you're actually experiencing those things. Then what happens is you familiarize yourself with that. You get comfortable with that and you gain confidence internally without even needing to leave your house. Mm. Now, the fastest way to gain confidence is to go up to people every day, talk to five people a day, take a selfie with five people a day, send it to your friends, hold yourself accountable. And, you know, some people who listen to this might, might think it's stupid, but I promise you, the lack of confidence usually comes from a tribal aspect of not wanting to be rejected by the tribe because that would mean almost certain death, mm-hmm. right? So in order to prevent yourself from dying, right, literally almost literally almost certain death, your mind will prevent itself from getting rejected. Yeah. Now, what happens when you find that you get rejected and nothing happens, that means you're a higher status individual. And when you're a higher status individual, all of a sudden you get more serotonin, you get more confidence. And eventually when you do this enough, it might take a month or two months, uh, you reach a level I call true confidence. And no matter what you go through in your life, it will never go below that. You'll never go below this level of confidence. And a lot of the time people are like, Marcel, like, you know, you were obviously born this way. There's no way someone could be that confident. Well, no, there is. It just takes a lot of practice, right? How many times have I gone up to people and gotten rejected? How many times have I been on stages with hundreds of people and they didn't like what I had to say? Yeah. How many times have I just just done it? I've done it. You know, I put in the time. Not, you know, a lot of the time people want that instant result. They want to have an instant six pack. They want to have instant money, you know? That doesn't happen instantly, but a decision does. The decision that from now on, you're going to make this happen. You're going to live life up to your standards. That happens in an instant. And over time, that decision will lead to a lot, a lot of differences in your personal life. So, you know, for those of you listening, you can make a decision right now. And that decision can be that you're going to be the most confident version of yourself. You're going to be the most successful version of yourself. And if you make that decision, then you ask yourself, what, what should I do differently? And when that becomes clear... You'll find that if you can 
consistently work at it, your life will look incredible. And, and I, I love that you said that, you know, you are exuding this confidence and I hear that. And I think, you know, it's such an incredible quality to have that self-confidence. And, you know, you can see it. you're, you're very charming. Uh, your podcast, the way you interview, your, your, your language is very, very eloquent. You know, it just, I love it. So confidence is one of my favorite things in the world. I always tell people confidence is the foundation of all your success because mm-hmm. at the end of the day, you're going to fail. And if you don't have the confidence to keep going, you're going to stop and you're going to give up. So confidence is the key to success. It's the foundation of everything you want. And if you believe in yourself and you believe in the thing you want, you'll never give up until you get it, even when you think it's not possible. Yeah. Oh, I love it. And thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Marcel, for the compliment. Um, yeah. And I think with the with the program that I do, Embodied Confidence, it's similar to what you're sharing in that consistency of showing up in that energy. It's like, eventually, you're going to get to this point where, where how you are, Marcel, like, I kind of want to quickly riff on this. I heard you in a podcast say you went up and like handed a note to Tony Robbins, which is just crazy and amazing. But um, you did that in a way of, yeah, like, it's, uncomfortable obviously but it's also just gets to be so comfy when you do it all the time and consistently showing up like you and I and we might be at this place where we can sit at home in our you know in our sweats and not be dolled up but still feel like the sexiest thing in the world because we know we are but when you're just starting out it's okay how are you dressing how are you speaking how are you showing up sort of develop that muscle of confidence and then it just becomes embodied it just becomes who you are and it doesn't matter if you know, you're going up to Tony Robbins or you're going up to a close friend. You have that level of conviction about you. So I just love how you touched on that with the audience about that consistency of, of showing up with that action and that alignment. It's so good. Yeah, 100%. And uh, yeah, I, I don't know if you read the note, you know, I gave it to a security. I thought first I, I go up to him and I'm like, Hey, <laughs> I said, I said, Hey Tony. And he looks, and I'm like, I have a question. He's like, I got to stay focused. And, mm-hmm. and uh, he's like, write it down. So I, you know, ask someone around, I'm like, Hey, do you have a note? So I write down on the note. I'm like, Hey, you know, I'm going to be bigger than you, but I want you to mentor me. Yeah. Uh, you know, <laughs> and uh, I signed my name and I gave it to the security and I'm like, hopefully, you know, he gives it to him. I, I don't know if he did or he didn't, but you know, it, but, Potentially, I'm friends with a lot of people who are on stage with Tony Robbins, like, you know, Nick Santanastasso, like Carissa or KK, you know, they speak with him. I'm, I'm actually very good friends with them. So, I mean, it'd be cool. The one person, if there is someone I would love to meet, it'd be Tony Robbins, only because, you know, I'd, I'd love to just get to know what he's done. And I, I think he's an incredible person. Yes, 100%. And for those of you listening, I know a lot of us are into the mindset and self-development, but Tony Robbins is huge in self-development right now. So that's the equivalent of maybe going up to like, you know, Wayne Gretzky, if you're a big hockey fan, let's say. So, so cool. And um, yeah, and I think that, again, Marcel, you describing you kind of can't when you grew up, you weren't always that way. And just I just want to hit hammer this point home to the audience, because I have a slightly different story in that I was, you know, born with this, you know, this energy and this level of certainty where my family always said, well, Haley has no confidence issues. And it was sort of this ongoing joke where I would just be like, I want it. I got it. I want it. I'm doing it. That sort of thing. We also have um, some like celebrities in our family. So it, it it's kind of, you know, I've been around that level of fame and I've been able to normalize it a little bit and where reaching out to certain people, it's less scary. Like, for instance, Marcel, when I I just came across you and I was like, I'm just going to shoot him a DM because I don't have his email and just see what he thinks. And you were like, yeah, let's do it. Like, I feel like you really recognized the confidence there. And um, 
I just want to acknowledge you, Marcel, for developing that because, again, I develop it too, but I feel like you've really switched gears and transformed. And I think that that's so inspiring for everyone listening because they might be looking at their life right now and go, how would I ever develop that level of confidence to go talk to the person I'm crushing on or to go for that career or to speak to that person. So I just want to acknowledge you for like massively transforming and changing the world. Like I know you're just getting started and it's huge, huge, huge things ahead. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. I, you know, I'll, I'll put it to you this way for anyone listening. A lot of the time, if, if you look, you know, you look at like Elon Musk, right? And he's super rich or Jeff Bezos, but you have to realize they weren't always this way, right? It took time and everything takes time, but you also have to value time because we don't have that much time. So every day you sit there and you waste, you know, not working on yourself, not getting closer to your goals, you're not getting the time back. Mm -hmm. So I just understand that time is super limited. And I asked myself, what's the most productive thing I could do in this short amount of time to make myself as happy and as successful as possible. And you know, confidence really, there, there's no secret to confidence. The secret is go out and make yourself uncomfortable. Eventually, when you get to this level of true confidence, you get comfortable with the uncomfortable. Like, is it comfortable to go speak on stage in front of hundreds of people? Honestly, no. But do I even, I, I don't even acknowledge the emotion. I just go up there and it's like uncomfort is just, it's kind of like a fly landing on a it's it's like something that I, I might notice I might not mm-hmm. but it doesn't affect my decisions at all and you know my hands don't sweat when I go on stage I'm not thinking about it I'm just there and I'm in the zone right and my point is is we you can get to that anyone can get to that it just really depends on if, if you're willing to put yourself in uncomfortable situations and you can do it slowly you can just say hi to five people a day don't even take a picture of them and then after that ask for a picture and you know get rejected the more you get rejected the more confidence you get confidence really does come from rejection mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I love it I love it you have left so many insights with us today I'm so beyond grateful now before we kind of wrap things up you have really just so generously shared with me with the audience today but we want to hear a little bit more about you so I always like to get to know people pretty well in the podcast and I want to know like what right now what are you musing about what are you obsessed with what sort of your new whether it's topic of research or new new books you're into like what are you obsessed with right now yeah that's a good question right now I am 100% focused on my business um, you know, up until now, it's kind of having fun still with friends, and I've made massive progress. Right, I don't give my, I have to give myself credit, but mm-hmm. at the same time, right now, my my entire focus is on scaling and growing my brand and my business. So, uh, everything I'm doing, you know, like my friends are like, "Hey, come out with me," and I, I'll, I'll literally be in bed by eleven thirty. I wake up every day at six thirty, seven thirty, depending on on how tired I am. Uh, so, my, my obsession right now literally is, okay, how can I have a bigger impact? Now I feel like I've I've had fun, but now it's all about okay, how can I how can I really build the brand, and that's become my obsession. So every every thought, every action I do uh, is completely focused on my business. That's that's been my like. If you would have probably asked me to do a podcast, I'd say four or five months ago, I probably would have pushed it off and, and said, yeah, maybe we'll do it in a few months. Yeah. Now every opportunity that pops up, I you know I'm just there. I'm uh, I'm ready for it. So uh, I'm going to the gym really really hard. I'm like you know what, let's get 
in the best shape of my life. Mm. Uh, you know, my diet super strict. Everything I'm doing is 100%. Pretty much, you know, oftentimes you, you, you get to a level of personal development where you're kind of like, oh, Oh, I don't really have to do more. And I realized that I've been doing that. <laughs> yes. Know, it, it just gets by. I get whatever I want anyways. I'm like, well, if I want to be the best and I want to make the biggest impact, I have to really, really hone in on myself. So I, I taken the last 60 days to just completely focus on myself, focus on everything I'm doing. And I, you would see the next year, I'm just 100% working. That's it. Oh, I love that. I love that I so much. House, I want, you know, I want to, there's, there's a lot. Mm, huge, 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 huge. I love that. And I think that, you know, one of the I've had people tell me like I just graduated school last year, but I've had people oh, tell me that I'm like obsessed with, you know, people close in my life say, Haley, you're obsessed with your work. You're obsessed with self-development. You're obsessed. But it's like, yeah, I am. And I'm freaking proud of it because when you're in self-development, it doesn't matter if you're a workaholic because you're just working on yourself. It's the best thing. Like you said, you you just tied in you going to the gym as part of developing your business. And I just love that. It's it's the most accurate thing. The better you are, the better your business is. It's just an extension of you. Yeah, it's it's like, look, it, progress really does make you feel happier, period. And if you if you have this image of, of what you want, right? Like I, I see myself being in incredible shape. Uh, you know, making a fortune and having millions and millions of people that I'm impacting. And every day that I'm getting closer to that just excites me. It exhilarates me. And, you know, for those of you listening, I would I would set some clear goals. Like, how much money do you want to be making? Be specific. I want, and, and not what you think you can make, but how much you really want, right? Because mm-hmm. if you set a small goal, you're not going to necessarily get the same outcome. But, you know, I, I would say, number one, you know, look, look, at how, look at how charming you are on this podcast, right? It's It's not... It's not that difficult to get to this level. It just requires some work, and anyone can do it. It's just like you see someone with a nice body; they go to the gym, they work out, they put it, they eat correctly. If you do the right things, you take the right steps. And you know, I think anyone listening should 100% consider working with you. Uh, you sound incredible, and you know, I, I really don't say that that often. And I'm very picky with who I think is a good coach, and you sound phenomenal. So, Aww, you know, anyone who's listening, yeah, you guys should not only continue listening, but you guys should re- reach out to her and, and see how she can help you out. Oh, Marcel, you're the best. And um, yeah, I love what you're sharing. I was just, my last question is usually, what insights do you have for the audience, like last messages? But I feel like you have just left so many nuggets. But um, again, I honor you. I thank you for your generosity of spirit, of intelligence, and your amazing compliments. I'm always here to receive all the compliments. I love, love, love it. But if you had any last words for the audience, again, you've said it all, but if you have any last words, we'd love to hear it. And then finally, where can everyone reach you? Because I said it already, if you are not already aware of Marcel, if you're not in his world, you need to get on his YouTube channel. You need to get in his Instagram. Like you're so generous on your lives too. Like you just give this information and that's why you have this level of impact so share with us some last words and then where everyone can find you sure so this is my biggest advice to everyone here don't just listen to this podcast or study or read a book or go on youtube actually take action results come from action you'll learn more from an hour of action than you will in in a year of studying and you know it's the most uncomfortable thing to act you know you may not feel like you know enough but trust me that is the gap you want to fill the gap you got to do it and when you put yourself in that situation you will figure it out you'll find a way action is the key to results always yes and not taking action is an action within you know within itself so sitting on the couch and watching a movie is still an action, but what result does that give you? So, you know, I would figure out what actions you're taking and what actions you should be taking. 
And once you figure that out, I think everyone will, will not only get the results they desire, but it'll give them a lot more clarity on how much easier it is to succeed. And you don't have to work 10 hours a day. You can honestly work a few hours and still get results. It's just about what you do every day. If you consistently work every day towards the things you want, you'll get results. And anyone who's interested in finding me, you can follow me on Instagram at Marcel, but it's spelled Marcel, so it's M-A-R-C-Z-E-L-L. Uh, my name's still Marcel, <laughs> or uh, use Marcel Klein, uh, like Calvin Klein's my last name. Uh, yeah, I guess those are the best places to follow me Amazing. if you're interested in, in the content. And reaching out to me, you know, just send me a DM, tell me you came from this podcast, and uh, I'll, I'll reply. Amazing. Amazing. Those were incredible last words. And I'll put all your information in the notes and on Instagram so everyone can find you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you again, Marcel. I look forward to hopefully chatting with you again and just so, so happy for you and everything you're creating for yourself. I know it's just the beginning. So all the best and much love. Thank you for having me. Yes. And we'll, we'll chat soon. Wow, I am so grateful, so obsessed with this interview and everything we talked about. Marcel is truly so generous in all of his insights. I hope you take a lot from today's episode and you begin taking that action to take your life to the next level. You truly deserve it. We have one life that we know about, so let's make the absolute most of it. Thank you, thank you, thank you to our audience and thank you to Marcel Klein.